Hey everybody, I'm Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ivieta. Welcome back after, feels like forever, but a super long, <laughs> a super long time period of, of, of uh, resting and relaxation with the family and all those things. Yeah, the last time we put out a show was uh, shortly the, after The AEP. week after AEP, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, uh, and here we are again. This really is probably the first full week of, of the new year. So happy new year to everybody. We're super excited to to kind of go through and and hopefully to to motivate agents to be successful throughout this year and really kind of put yourself in, in in a position to make this your best year ever. And that starts now. Yeah, it starts now here in January. I know many people are coming off of AEP in that busy season and 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 some might put it in cruise control. But we're here to tell you now is not the time to put it in cruise control. Now's the time to step on the gas. And we're going to talk about some strategies that you can implement to really make this your best year yet. Yeah, and just kind of remember that AEP, everything that you did in AEP, it was it was it was great and hopefully you had a really strong AEP, but everything that you did is kind of like kind of paying toward uh, you know, this, the, you know, this, this, everything starts January of 2025. And what I mean is, is like all the, all the sales that you make with the February 1st effective date, those along with your one, one effectives and along with your nine, one effectives of 2024 are all going to be your renewal starting next year. Yeah. So, so many times when I'm talking to agents, I'll say, Hey, look, here's the mindset that you've got to have, right? You wrote all that business during AEP with a 2024 effective date. Now, here we are in January, let's add towards those 2024 effectives because what we're doing is we're building, as you were saying, those renewals will kick in in January of 2025. So right now the goal is to build, is to add as many 2024 effectives to our book of business so that we're building that residual check that is to come in January of 2025. Yep. And that's, and that's what it's all about is, and that's the reason that we're in this business. And I was, we, we took a, we took a trip to Colorado over this last few, few weeks. We were there for, for about a, about a week. And when we were, when we first got there, it was covered in snow and like it just kind of everywhere, like like the backyard, our kids were out playing in the snow and it was really cool. What started noticing is that every day it wasn't snowing and, and it would get up to around 35, 40 degrees during the day. And we would notice, even though it was kind of in the shade, that there was these areas that would start melting, right? And I was like, I, I recorded probably like 30 videos like that I was gonna use for like our TikTok of, of like, this is an analogy for what happens when you're working medic. I, I couldn't put it together and, <laughs> like, and make it sound like, it, you know, intentional and fully thought out. But but really what it is, is that that's what happens with our sales, right? Like you, you might start the year and, and you, you've got your renewals coming in, but people die and people, you know, different, different things happen people change plans and what ends up happening is that there's these patches that start to melt and that snow is no longer covered. How do we keep it covered? We, it's got to snow again, right? right? And that is something that happens with- And with you're in control, sales. right? As the agent, you have the ability Complete to make it control. snow. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and, uh, and, and look, let's be honest, the, the reality is it, it's 
it's easy to get lazy this time of year. Yeah. Why? Because we're, we've got all these AEP checks coming in. So all the work that we put in over the last few months, we're now getting those paychecks here in January. Yeah. And this is like a, shopping week, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and you've got a new set of renewals coming right. in this month. I mean, the, your bank account is probably looking pretty good this time of year. And so it's easy to get complacent and to let off the gas. But that's not what we want to do. <laughs> and I think that that complacency can happen to any of us. I think about, you know, just whatever situation it is. And like you said, you've got the, that, those new batch of renewals coming in. And for, for me, what I like to do or, and how, how I'm able to, to kind of stay motivated to keep hustling is kind of not just imagine where I want to be in a year, but maybe even imagine where I would like to be in five years, where I would like to be in, you know, in, in, in 10 years. And I'm working toward a bigger goal. And that's how I continue to stay motivated. And it's not just about, okay, I've got these paychecks. Let's go, let's, you know, let's, let's go and, and start spending. But like, Hey, I got to figure out like, man, I want to, I want to put myself, I want to retire my mom or whatever it is that that is your goal. And, and make no mistake about it. If you work in Medicare sales, you can set these really, really high goals for, for a long term, and they could be a reality. And it's all in your hands. It's all in your control. And I see too often that agents just kind of sit back and they just, they're just enjoying the fruit of their labor. And don't get me wrong, there's got to be a place for that. But you have to also find a way to stay motivated, whether it's listening to a podcast like this, or, you know, just regularly uh, feeding yourself stay motivated because you have so much more left to do. You're trust me, you're not there yet. Stay active and continue to grow and uh, you will not regret it. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about, first of all, setting smart goals. And I created, we, we have on, on our YouTube, if you don't follow us, do us a favor, make sure to it's at Medicare agent IQ. And I want to encourage you guys to, to go there, watch, watch some of our videos. But one of these we do talk about is setting smart goals, smart being an acronym for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound goals. And, and, and so what we have to do is kind of set set those. So let's talk about being specific real quick. And so a specific goal would be, you know, I want it to be um, a number. I want it to be, I want to have, you know, by the end of this year, I did a hundred during AEP and I'd like a hundred more during the rest of this year. That's specific, right? And, uh, and then of course, measurable and really they go hand in hand, right? So when you're going to have a measurable goal, it's, did I get to there? Did I get there or not? You know, I didn't get to 200, but I got to 190. Mm -hmm. So there's a percentage of the goal that I that I had, right? So yeah, so you start to break that up, right? right? And and so you did 100 during AP, and now your goal is to do 100 between now and next AEP. So that's about 10 months, nine or 10 months, but let's simplify things and let's just call it 10 months. So that means that you would have to do 10 a month over the next 10 months and that gets you to your next 100. So that gives you your 100 from AP, and then the next 100 during the rest of the year, what we often refer to as ROY, right? Rest of the year. So you That's start a Humana to, term. <laughs> I think they're like, most everyone else calls it SCP, but yeah, okay. at, at Humana, they, a, a lot of people do call it the ROY. You know. Yep, yep, so, so you've, got, you've got, that's being specific, and then uh, measurable, right? So 
can we get there? Is that, you know, and, and we absolutely can, right? And I think the big, the big one here is achievable. So just talk about setting achievable goals real quick. So we have an agent who, he, he, his goal for this AEP, I think I want to say it was 200 and he ended up getting about 225 when we were just looking at the report earlier. And for a lot of people who are listening, they hear a goal like 220 and they're like, there's no way I'm going to hit that number. And I want you to really, when you set a goal, make sure that you're setting it in a way that you know that you can achieve it. If I give it my all, I can hit this goal. And it doesn't have to be in the hundreds. It could be, you know, for if you're a brand new agent, maybe I wanna hit 40 during this AEP. And I know that if I'm willing to put in the work, if I'm willing to get out there and, and be active, that I'm able to do this. And so when I think about the rest of this year and I think about this SEP, I want it to be, you know, if you set a goal of 40 a month, there are some agents that can easily do that, right? That's, 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 those are realistic numbers for them. But for others, they might be like, man, like, I'm mm -hmm. never gonna, I'm never gonna hit those kinds of numbers. But you can't compare yourself to like the, that top, you know, 1% of agents, that top 5% of agents. What you need to do is, uh, what I like to do is compare myself to last year. I like to, I like, and, and then of course I would, I would want to eliminate any unique situations that help me to get. So, so like in, in San Antonio, we had a five-star plan or a couple five-star plans the last two years. So your numbers are going to probably be a little higher the last two years when you have, an, and, and honestly, like there's all the FEMA related SEPs for all, oh, the, yeah. all the carriers, like your numbers over the last couple of years might be a little higher, but maybe, maybe compare it to three years ago and, and say, Hey, look, and of course that was COVID. So I mean, just like, we're just <laughs> like, we you know, yeah, but, 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 but set a realistic goal. Like just do some math. Like what could I really do? Do I think that I could hit 12 cells a month? Do I, do I realistically think I could do that? Absolutely. That's a pretty realistic number for, I think most agents. I think you, I think we could all do that if we were willing to, to, to give it our all and we could make 10, 12 cells every single month. But some agents might be like, are you kidding me? That's not enough. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and that's okay. Like it's, it's gotta be about you. And I always talk to people about like, you know, comparison is, is a thief of joy. Comparison is a waste of time. Don't compare yourself in a, oh man, they're so great and I'm not way. Um, but look at yourself and, 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 you, and you'll figure out, okay, how many cells and be realistic with yourself. How many cells do I actually think that I can get if I give it my all, but realistically, most agents probably aren't giving it their all right. I think that's, you said it right there. And, and if, if you're listening to this and, and you're relatively new to the business and you say, well, Raul, I don't have, I can't compare to my last year, my last two years. Um, you know, then, then start to set those achievable goals, right? What can I do 10 to 12 realistically, or does that number, is it, you know, is it four, is it six to eight? You know, how many do I need each week? And, and you start to put a game plan together, uh, to achieve those goals, but it starts, you got to break it up into, into little pieces. So if you're trying to figure out, okay, well, what do my goals need to be? Maybe think about, okay, what, well, how much income do I need to be generating on a monthly basis in order to be able to survive? to continue to grow and, and really, um, 
you know, stay in this business. And the, the other part is how much time are you putting in into this business? Because it's it's easy to, you know, to to get to work, to get started with your work at nine o'clock or or ten o'clock and to cut out a little bit early. And so if you start to if you're if you're only working four, five, six hours a day, you multiply that over five days a week, you multiply that by a month, and then you over the course of a year, you look at the hours that you've put in versus somebody who's working a job where they work eight to five every day, they're putting in their 40 hours every week. So you've gotta have that mindset of, you know, that 40 hour a week mindset. And if you know that you're not gonna be working on Friday because you're going out of town, then try try and hold yourself accountable to putting in a little bit of extra work uh, earlier in the week or know that you have some making up to do, you know, the, the following week. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all about, it's all about pushing yourself and putting yourself in, you know, with, without overdoing it. And there's got, there's got to be a balance and only, you know, yourself, only, you know, exactly how to do that. Let's uh, continue on and, and talk about next is selling, setting relevant goals. And what I mean is, is that you can, you can set like micro goals within that don't have to be about the sales numbers. And what I mean is I'm going to drop in to, you know, five doctors in, in, in a month that will help me reach my overall, my bigger goal, right? I'm going to drop in. I'm going to, I'm going to set up five or six, uh, sales, um, sales presentations a month or, or sales events every single month. So that way I can do it. So you want to set some goals within that, that aren't just about my end result. And I always think about this, even just kind of like with, um, with like fitness related goals, right. And like people who are, who, you know, like if you set a goal, that I'm going to lose 25 pounds this, you know, in, in the first three months of 2024. And <coughs> excuse me, you are, your body is not always going to react the way that you would hope that it would. But the real question and the real test is that I do the other things that are related to that, which would be that I, that I decide that I, did I eat right? you know, every single day of the week. Yeah. And then did I work out every single day of the week or, or whatever my, whatever my relato or relevant goal to that might be? Did I, did I go and, you know, where I commit to, I'm going to work out Monday through Saturday and take a rest day on Sunday. Did I do that? And if you make those goals in the same way with Medicare, we've got to do that, make these relevant, relevant goals. If you don't get to your sales number, you at least know that you put in the work and maybe we just need to figure out where else we need to do some adjusting to get to that other greater yeah. goal. And I love that. It's, it's a combination of, of doing a lot of small things and, and having those small victories. And when you start to, to compound those small victories and stack them up, it they turn into big wins. And so there's, there's no one big thing that's going to happen that's really going to catapult your business. It's a combination of and, and of consistency and, and putting together these small wins. So I love that you were saying, you know, I'm going to go and visit five doctors. I'm going to, you know, maybe you you reach out to your book of business. If you have a smaller book, you're, you're staying in contact with them because you want your clients to stick and that can lead to some, to, to that can generate some referrals. Maybe sending handwritten thank you cards. You can go to Vistaprint and you can create a thank you card and you can send those off to any enrollments that you've had, um, you know, that you that you've made in the past or that you did during AEP, I think it's important that you that you stay connected with your book. And so if you you put these small tasks, they're simple. How hard is it to to write a thank you card to somebody? It's it's not very difficult. It's just a matter of taking the time um, to, to go and do that. So we have an agent uh, that um, 
has this mindset where he says, if I'm not selling, I'm not working. And that's, and I, and I, I'm always having the conversation with him and I'm saying, that's not true. You, you, you can be doing other things that are going to help build your business. And this is a part of it, right? Stacking these small wins together to bring that are going to lead to something big. Absolutely. Hey, one other thought I just, that, that just uh, crossed my mind is we talked about setting thank you cards, but also maybe three months after each enrollment, where, you know, they haven't heard from you, you know, like where maybe you send uh, a postcard or a letter thanking them again for their business, for choosing to work with you, reminding them if they have any questions to call you. But maybe at the end of it also like, hey, do me a favor. Other people that you know with Medicare, would you do me a favor and hand them these couple of cards that are in this that are in this letter? Throw that out there as well. That could help you with that with that goal. If you're not busy, if you don't have the activity and you're looking to create activity, Maybe go to their house and 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 drop off you know some business cards or mail them some mail them some business cards if they're not. Side note: know, We can't just drop in on them, right? If so they are your client, yeah, you've got to you've got to coordinate with them, right? You got to <laughs> let them know ahead of time, right? And right. The reason I, I bring that up is I was talking to an agent not too long ago, and they were like, "What? I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to drop in on my own client." I was like, "What? <laughs> you can't do that." Yeah. Right. So so just a, just a, just a quick reminder on that. Let's. Uh, oh, and then the last one is time bound, right? As, as far as the goals, we, we're going to set up. I want to do this and and make sure that your goals are all set to time. Like I want like for for the month, you know, I like the idea of doing month by month goals. So that way I can, you know, did I want to increase my sales goals on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So um, on to the next. Let's talk about embracing technology and innovation in this. I think that there's a lot of agents and I think, I, I can't even remember what it was, but I saw that like the average age of Medicare agents is like 60 or something like that. And, <laughs> and if that's you, I want to encourage you to be open to using technology, open to uh, one of the big things that we don't see enough agents doing is using social media to, to, to grow their business and just kind of even in what we do, you know, as, as, um, in just even in our show, um, that we do, I, I want to put it out there. If you are working as a, um, if you're working as, a, a, an agency leader and you share this podcast with, with some of your agents, want to put it out there. We're never, we do not ever try to recruit on our podcast. It's not something we do And but you still doing that people, Come and they end up finding us mm-hmm. because of our podcast, and and in in they may not have a home, and so they, they they come to us. Putting yourself out there on social media is a great tool, even if it's just putting out regular content about Medicare. People end up finding it, putting out reels or whatever it is. People end up finding it and then finding you, and it just becomes this great opportunity. So I want to encourage agents in this for making this your best year ever get out there and embrace new technology get out there and 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 challenge yourself to learn how to do a new technology how do you market on facebook how do you mm-hmm. how do you do these things and i would encourage you because i did i did recently see that there was an agent who was getting real active on it and then they went out and then they also started marketing oep i was like hey can't, you can't do that. So what I would say that if you are wanting to get active and you are wanting to do it, make sure that you keep up with uh, 
with the rules, right? Keep up with the compliance and, and make sure that you're staying within that. But um, you can also use CRMs to, 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 there's a lot of them out there, but the, those CRMs can really help you to, to increase your, uh, increase your sales and to help you have the best year ever. Yeah. And I think there's, there's another side to this. So you're talking about embracing technology and innovation. And the first thing that came to mind to me was something a little bit different. And, and so uh, some some thoughts that I want to share in addition to, to what you just shared was, you know, when I first started in the business, a lot of information wasn't as accessible as it is today. And so like the evidence of coverage, for example, right? If you, if you have any questions, think about some common questions that maybe your clients ask or a question that comes up often, you can go and find that it's, it's at the palm of your, it's in the palm of your hands. You can easily access that from your computer um, by getting onto these systems. If you use a, you can go to the carrier, the broker, the, the broker portal for that carrier, or if you use a, an enrollment platform, you can access a lot of the material there and you can just search for keywords and find the answers to a lot of these questions that you get. And all that does is it, it builds your, your, your knowledge. And so it makes you that much more powerful and it makes you look that much better when you're out in the field and you're having conversations with your members and your prospects because you know the answers to these kinds of things. And I remember I used to have to open up a book to, to find the answer to these questions. And now it's just so easy and accessible. So I think taking the time if, if you have questions do you know do some do some browsing take some oh. time to, to go down a, a rabbit hole of getting familiar with the you know the broker portals or just educating yourself by finding you know educational videos uh, tutorials anything that are good and you know for, for from an agent standpoint yeah Jarvis has so much in, in yeah. for, for United Healthcare and and really Humana Vantage does it does a great job also of of just of, of having that go in there spend time like I always like just as, as an agent like uh, I, I see a lot of the questions that come out uh, we have we we have groups obviously and I see a lot of the questions that come out I'm like you know guys a lot of this is readily available to you if you if you take the time and I always like the idea of going in and finding the information instead of just asking because I'm actually gonna learn it yeah. a lot of times if I throw out a question like and get a quick answer. I'm not taking the time to put that in my long-term memory, and I'm not. I'm not gaining at all. I'm not gaining any knowledge by by just asking. So I always tell people, look, if you are in an appointment, get the question, get the answer now. But if you're preparing for an appointment, look it up. Try yeah. see see if you can find it, and, and and you're gonna be actually. It's a difference between getting an answer and then gaining knowledge, right? And so we need to we need to do that. And so which brings me on to the next one. After uh, did, was there anything else on technology yeah. and innovation? Okay, let's talk about that. Enhancing your product knowledge and expertise that is going to be the secret to your success for this year. And um, a big a big thing for me, and one of the one of like. It was kind of like even how we started our agency is, you know, just my ability to kind of learn in, in my, my, how I enjoy learning and finding out more information about the plans, how they work. We have a, a, an agent, she's now an MGA and, um, 
she's only been doing this like four years, one of the most knowledgeable people mm -hmm. I know. And she is, she's, she just spent any free time, you know, going through the evidence of coverage, going through Jarvis, going through finding information. How do you, well, this is a benefit. How do you actually utilize that benefit? She's the kind of person that had that answer. Even in her first six months, she knew the answer to mm -hmm. a lot of these questions that long-term agents sometimes struggle to find. And it's because you can go out there and spend your time learning. And it's always, I don't know, is, is Judge Judy still on? <laughs> I have no idea. It is. <laughs> it is. So, so instead of like spending that time watching Judge Judy or like whatever it is that people are doing, you laugh, but people are watching Judge Judy. It's a good show. So, uh, but, but instead of spending that time like watching TV, instead of that time like just kind of wasting time like scrolling on, uh, on Instagram or, or TikTok, you can actually get out there and, and spend your time learning more about what it is you do. And every time you do that, it's gonna make you better at this role. Yeah, and you'd be surprised how, how much more opportunity that's gonna create for you when you take the time to gain this knowledge because many times what we find is agents get comfortable with those go-to carriers and th those heavy hitters that they don't pay a whole lot of attention to some of the other carriers and and know that hey look this this competitor this other carrier in this market actually brings a lot of good stuff to the table um, but you might just be missing out on that just because you haven't taken the time to educate yourself on that product and and learning the benefits that are available to your members and so it's just a missed opportunity that you may never even know that you missed this opportunity because you haven't even taken the time to look into these other options that are available and so if you're if you're a, an independent agent and you represent multiple carriers i think it's important that you take the time to to learn about some of these other carriers so that it makes you it create it's going to create more opportunity for you when you're out there in the market because what happens if you run into somebody who's already on that great plan that's provided by this great big major carrier when you walk in the home are you just gonna say oh gosh i don't know that there's you know they're already on a great plan there's nothing else out there for them but right. the reality is many times when you when you listen to them and you perform that needs analysis they're going to tell you what it is that they're looking for in that plan and the chances are you may be able to find something with another carrier where you can bring value to them and actually improve their situation and put them in a better place well it's one of those things where they wouldn't have called you in the first place or taking your call or you know re, you know on if if it was a lead they wouldn't have responded in any way to that lead if they were 100% certain that they were fine with their plan and the more that you know the more knowledge that you have the better that you're going to be at uncovering that in that meeting when you sit with them instead of just being like okay well you're already on UHC great great plan good job yeah. you know um, there are a lot of agents I think especially like in a market like ours where where there's a carrier that is overwhelmingly the leader in in sales everyone else gets a small percentage I think agents would be so they'd be surprised at how much more that they could write if they took time to learn the competitors if someone you walk in there and they already have that main carrier you'd have an opportunity to say you know what let, let, let's look at this other option could put you in a better situation and not enough agents are are, are spending that time 
to, to learn and to be able to do it. That's what it comes down to. You've got to learn that product. You've got to gain the knowledge on it because you, you're just hesitant to sell it. You're hesitant to talk about it because you haven't taken the time to learn it. Yeah. Another thing I think you can do is, you know, obviously this podcast, right? So do me a favor. If, if there's somebody else out there that, that, you know, that is selling Medicare, share this podcast with them. And honestly, there's a lot of value. So I always talk about, you could, you could, have done this for 20, especially if you've done this for 20 years, mm-hmm. give us a listen. I think we, <laughs> you, might, you might, you might learn something new. You know, there's a, things are changing all the time and I always tell people like the, the, one of the, one of the things that I know about myself is that, um, in, in all of, in, in the reality is, is that I've been doing this long enough to know that there's probably a better way to do the things that I'm doing. And what I mean is like, I can figure out, I've, I've, I've got all these things that I've done, but I'm always going to be open to listening to someone else, someone who, who, who came in. That's how, that's how innovation is done Mm -hmm. is, you know, people build on what something that's already been built and there's, you would surprise, you'd be surprised at how much more you can learn. So this podcast, there's a lot of good podcasts out there. We listen to a couple of the other ones and, and really what it comes down to is, is finding your cup of tea, right? Which one, which one that you like the most or, or, or multiple, you don't have to just choose one. And then also we've got a a channel on YouTube, but there's a lot of YouTube channels out there where they're explaining to agents just more and more information. And the goal really is to help agents to be successful selling Medicare. So I want to stop right there. And before we kind of go any further, we're, we're right at the about 28 minutes. And so we're going to stop and, and we'll continue this uh, next week, how to make this your best year. And so uh, we really want to help agents to do that. I know for, for myself, I have some, I have some really strong goals and I would encourage everybody. Like if you've, if you've been just kind of like uh, just kind of going through the motions, if you're in a, in a position, we know, we personally know a lot of agents that do. I think that one of the reasons is 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 uh, is failure to set long-term goals, and what I mean is, where would I like to be in five, ten years? So, just kind of retouching on that, I would encourage every single one of you before you even come back next week, get motivated, figure out what it is that I need to do, like what do, what it is that I want, what kind of lifestyle that I want to have in five or ten years, and understand that this this business is something that you can use to get you toward that goal. So any other thoughts before we uh, cut away? That was a great conclusion and closing there from you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, well, we look forward to to sharing again. Again, start thinking about this. Start, Start getting motivated on your own. Let's get to have the best possible year in 2024. So until next time, thank you.